0: Welcome to 31 Tales for October. It was the night before Christmas and all through the house a creature was stirring, and it wasn't a mouse. Welcome to the bonus edition of 31 Tales, this one I call Deathmas Eve. My family was big and had all come to stay so my parents made up a bed for me in the living room. I was laying on an airbed wrapped in my sleeping bag, feeling warm and cosy. The fire had died down but the coal still burned making everything look kind of red. The Christmas tree, the decorations the glittering tinsel, even the walls and ceiling looked red. A plate of uneaten cookies sat on a table next to a glass of milk and of course a carrot was left out for the reindeer too. Two nutcrackers stood guard either side of the fireplace where the stockings now hung, their teeth pressed together in grim determination. With their straight backs and red painted jackets they reminded me of the Queen's Guard in London, keeping watch outside the palace gates. Being Christmas Eve, my dreams were filled with bows and wrapping paper, of puzzles and family games. I could smell the Christmas dinner and taste the pudding. Old songs played and the sounds of chatter filled the room, but slowly I opened my eyes as I heard a sound in the real world. From somewhere up above, a bang and a scrape scuffle and a shush. I thought it might be Aunt Beatrice and Uncle Sven in the room above, but then I realised the sound was coming down the chimney, all the way from the roof. No way, could it really be? Yeah right, I thought. Probably my dad playing a trick. He'll appear in a minute dressed as Father Christmas and check if I'm still awake. Then he'll eat the cookie, take a bite of the carrot, gulp the milk. The noises began to work their way towards me like something large was wriggling down the chimney. The tree lights flickered on and off all by themselves, and the mouths of the nutcrackers began to open and close, click-clacking together loudly. Come to think of it, if it were my dad playing a trick, how could he make those noises in the chimney? I sat up on my airbed, caught between the need to run and being frozen to the spot. A pale white hand reached out of the fireplace. The sleeve was black with a snow-white trim. The long slender fingers gripped onto the wall, presumably to keep from falling onto the hot coals. Then the figure crawled out of the fireplace like an insect and hopped down onto the rug beside me. The coat and hat was the same as a Santa's outfit, down to the white trim, only it was black instead of red. He was skinny and pale and didn't look all too jolly. I looked up into his face, but there was nothing to see except a white smudge. Well, hello, small child. The thing patted me on the head like a dog. I was glued to the spot, too scared to move but also I was lost in the creature's missing face. It was like a painting that the artist had leaned on, accidentally blurring the surface. Have you been a good um oh, child, that's right. Have you been a good child this year? I continued to stare, unable to speak. Oh, that's okay, too excited to speak, I'll bet. Wait here, I've got something special for you. Now, where did I put it? He looked all around him, then pointed up at the ceiling, as if he just remembered something. Stepping back to the fireplace, he placed his head under the chimney and made a strange noise between a bark and a coo, a sort of barking, cooing, coughing noise. Something gave a snort and began to wriggle its large body down the chimney. A few moments later, the large head and antlers of a reindeer appeared. The reindeer looked just as strange as the Christmas Man creature person. Its eyes were completely white and it snarled in an unfriendly way. The reindeer disappeared back up the chimney and dropped a present. The dark Santa caught the gift and straightened the bow on top before turning back to me. Here you are little child, that's right you're a child, aren't you? This is for you. I hope you're one of the good ones, otherwise I wouldn't open this if I were you. Then he chuckled to himself. And do you have anything for me? he asked. Without speaking, or even turning my head away from his blurred face, I pointed to the table. Aha! He walked over to the table, examining the glass and plate for a long time, as if he wasn't sure what he should do with it. His tall body bent forwards over the table like a question mark, and then finally he ate the carrot and poured the milk on the cookies. Mmm, delicious, he said. Well, it's time I got going. Plenty more houses to visit. He patted me on the head one last time, before bending around the fireplace and disappearing up the chimney. The tree lights sizzled, cracked and went out. The nutcrackers started up again, gnashing their teeth together, then stopped. I heard something big and heavy scrape along the roof then, the snort of the reindeer before they took off. The voice of the creature cackled into the distance. I sat in silence holding the present in my hands, wondering what was inside, and more importantly, had I been good this year? As always, I want to thank you all for listening. Since the podcast started in October, we've had 463 uh, plays of episodes, which is great. Uh, Part of the reason I started writing these was because trying to find short stories or short scary stories for a young child, around four or five, I found often stories were a bit too long for bedtime, or you had to read them over a series of nights, even if they were short stories, and uh, attention span wasn't always there. So I wanted something a little bit more bite-sized that you could read just before bedtime. Especially if you're busy or you're tired yourself, uh, but you still want to make sure you're reading to your child. So it's short enough that you can read even if you're busy or tired. And also for children that they can uh, they can start reading for themselves as well. But it isn't too daunting, the stories aren't too long, just a couple of pages. So that's a little bit why I started writing these. Uh, and it's great to see that people are listening. And hopefully uh, plenty of children out there are enjoying, enjoying them and it will kind of inspire them to to read and write as it did for me. You know, when I started listening to, especially at Christmas time, I remember my uncle's putting on some audio classic ghost stories. And that's stuck with me ever since. I started getting into listening to podcasts and reading horror and scary stories and things like that. So it's something that's always stuck with me. Um... And it's obviously something that I started to, to use in my writing as well. Uh, or if I want to write creative stories. So hopefully it's, uh, it's, it's helpful as well to parents out there with young children. Um, other than that, I just want to say have a really great Christmas. Really enjoy yourself. Enjoy every minute. Take the time to relax. Take a moment and reflect on all the, the good, good things that are going on in your life right now and uh and that's it really other than that we'll see you in in the new year.